we want to welcome you to the show. Thank you so much for watching Gun Stuff and being a part of what we think is one of the most important uh, uh, places that you could be. And it's here normally every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern. Hey, you see the beautiful Arizona mountains behind us? Uh, it's not too far from here. We're not too far from the border where they're trying to break in like crazy. In fact, when I say trying to break in, they have a welcome mat extended by the Biden administration to the whole world. Just walk right across and uh, we'll put you up and we'll send you to the city of your choice, give you college education, no matter what you need, we have it here. And it's all funded by taxpayers and that might be you and me. And uh, it's not the greatest kind of thing going on. Uh, I, you know, we do always are ranting here. I'm ranting, I'm sorry about that. We don't really want to do that here because we, we're really concentrating on gun stuff. We've got a great show for you today. Gun stuff. Okay, so let's take a look. Robinson Armament. They have a breakthrough firearm you are going to want to watch. Now, if you've been watching gun stuff for the last few weeks, you'll know that we've been talking about Slate Ridge and Vermont, how they're trying to shut these guys down. Now, Daniel Bagnier will be on our show in just a few minutes to tell us a little bit about it, you need to pay attention because it has something to do with you and your rights. And then we're going to finish up the show with Guardian Run. It's at another shooting range, just like Slate Ridge. It's called Elk Ridge down in Kentucky. And uh, we've got a whole blow-by-blow -blow of the whole event, and we have a giveaway of uh, several different uh, uh, the SIG uh, P320 and some other cool stuff, a giveaway at the end of the show. You are not going to want to miss it. So it's usually, usually this point of the show, I'm always talking about Second Amendment kind of stuff. And this relates to the Second Amendment. I just saw this. I picked this up yesterday in CNN. Charges against Alec Baldwin could be refiled as now, this is very sophisticated, folks, uh, probably way above uh, our pay grades. A forensic report shows that the trigger on the gun used in Rust shooting had to be pulled. Oh, they had a forensic report, and the trigger needed to be pulled for the gun to go off. Well, you know what? I don't know what kind of scientists uh, they had to have out there uh, on the set. Uh, and at CNN, the, the experts to know that a gun trigger needed to be pulled. But I tell you what, I'm going to bring my panel in on here and see what they have to say about this subject. And I welcome to the show. We've got Scott. <laughs> I know, you already need to see my face. Like. And, and, and here's Ursula. <laughs> and, uh, you know, lo and behold, lordy, lordy, they had to pull a trigger for the gun to go off. You know, they're making these guns so that they'll go off anytime you pull a trigger. Uh, Scott, first words what do you think yeah this sounds this is like this is like the kid that got caught playing with dad's gun and, and sent around out in a field somewhere it's like i didn't pull the trigger you know like yeah you did yeah you did you pulled the trigger you had to put you have to pull the trigger there's only been a handful of guns throughout safety testing in history that have been proven to be you know go off with being dropped and they still have had some kind of impact so yeah this is like a little kid i didn't do it you know yeah you did 
Yeah, so, so Ursula, hey, let me ask you this, <laughs> Ursula. A revolver, is it going to go off? If they, well, first of all, he didn't drop the weapon. Yeah. How does a revolver, the action that comes back, you know, I have one of these in the other room. Yeah, I should have yeah, had that, it. I should have brought nice it in. Here. Double action where you have to actually cock the hammer back and then press the trigger so it can go forward. Or if the hammer is up and you can actually press the trigger and the hammer will come all the way back and go all the way forward. But it just got me questioning how much fluoride is in the water where people have to actually make this a headline. Like we already know this. Like everybody should know this. This should be as common as like the sky is blue that basically guns go off when you press that trigger. You know, I tell you what, now I, I like to give a contrarian viewpoint to both of my esteemed co-hosts. The problem that you don't understand here is, uh, you know, Alec Baldwin is part of the establishment. Mm -hmm. and, and as such, he has all the full rights to trial uh, by of his peers, which means other established people mm -hmm. that, that uh, have a card-carrying communists and so forth. He gets off scot-free. It's a two-tiered system of justice. May, mark my words, it doesn't make a difference. He's going to get off mm -hmm. because he's part of it. You and me, uh, it, it wouldn't happen to us. Now, what do you guys just, think? You I, think he's going to get off think, or not get off? I'm just thinking anybody who visited Epstein Island is not going to get charged with this anyways. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> So, well, just let me put her on the show. I am not suicidal. I don't have any known health problems, just in case I'm not here next week. So, just throwing it out there. From the passenger man. Yeah, that's. So that's it, guys. Uh, tell us what you think by logging into our, our show and our comments. And if you're watching this in syndication, head on over to Gun Stuff. You'll find this on our Rumble channel, uh, Facebook. Make some comments on there, and we'll uh, uh, address it in future shows. Hey, I want to talk about our featured firearm of the day, because we actually put out a, uh, an email on this. So our featured firearm today is, well, I'll let... Uh, Ursula, do the honors. Like, oh, Scott. Oh, so, okay. So it's a Ruger LCP. Uh, this is actually one we had featured on the show before. So. It is, not too long ago. Yeah. There's a reason why it's on again. I'll uh, tell you, know you that why? in a minute. Christmas. <laughs> Stocking stuffer right here. That's <laughs> Get on it right now. Because with the possible, actually, I think they just squashed the UPS uh, strike that we were thinking about that was going to happen because they actually delayed that for a little bit. So when I saw that, I was like, man, that's a huge, big shipping uh, company so therefore yeah we might want to get a head start on christmas gifts but uh mm. I, I don't know why besides the price is actually like pretty damn cheap like 250 yeah, that's and it and here it is uh you know objects in the mirror may appear bigger than they actually are you know you can see it <laughs> it's actually very small i love it because it comes with this case and, and through the magic of television it's going to go all the way through the internet uh -huh. to my co-host and, and uh, Scott, give us a little bit of background oh, on this while Ursula yeah, like, away yeah. with it. Of course. Like Ursula was saying, this is a stocking stuffer. Yeah, I got one in my sock right now. I mean, I'm just saying. Stuff here in the studio. <laughs> She's tearing everything up. Yeah, I got, I got one in my sock right now, as a matter of fact. I've been carrying one of these for years. Uh, I've had one of these dang near since they first came out. They've mm -hmm. come out with a lot of different variants. This one here looks really cool with the two-tone. Uh, has the steel slide with the cocking serrations on the front there. Has the aluminum uh, trigger. Really good, really good look to it. The The sights are, are milled into the slide so that way it can't be, uh, you know, it can't be bumped or anything like that. This is mm -hmm. meant for just a, you know, covert carry concealed carry gun just a back just a get off me gun get back up you exactly know, back up gun or whatever 
Yep. Uh, so it's 380, uh, holds six rounds with one in the one in the chamber. But there are plenty of aftermarket magazines that you can buy that can extend the capacity as well, which I have a few myself. Uh, but the 380 round is, you know, a little bit more powerful than it used to be. They, you know, bullet technology and propellants and stuff have really given some more, uh, you know, carry authority to the 380. So that's why I don't mind carrying it, you know, that much. You know, some people will say, I don't want to go below a specific caliber for a carry gun, but this is this is a good one. So that whole conversation cracks me up because like nobody wants to get shot with anything. So carry whatever you're comfortable <laughs> with and you can carry the most of it. That's what I tell people. I'm like, if you can carry 56 rounds of 22 and nobody knows you're carrying it, guess what? Sounds like that should be what you should carry. And you're comfortable and accurate with it, carry that. So it doesn't have to be 389, 22, 357, whatever. I don't care. Because nobody wants to get shot with anything. So, like, yeah, I don't. I don't want to get shot either. <laughs> so I carried a, a 380 for a little bit. So of a different brand, and wasn't a fan of it mainly because of the trigger system. But it was something I was comfortable with. And then I ended up going to another 380. But I was comfortable with it, accurate with it, and knowing that nobody wants to get shot with anything, I was perfectly fine carrying it. Yeah, and, and Ursula, you guessed it. I think you alluded to it. Why is it on the show again? Uh, and Scott, when you said 380, I thought you were talking about the normal price. No, no, no. This is $249. It's a, a sale. Now, when you realize you're getting that firearm, mm -hmm. uh, the shipping is free. Now, we have a very limited quantity, uh, and uh, this sale is probably going to go on for about 24 hours. Mm -hmm. uh, I think there's about 34 in stock. And uh, oh, we lose money on every one, but we make it up in volume. And so help us with that, folks. Yeah. Uh, uh, help help us bankrupt us by uh, getting this stuff below cost. But I want to say one thing: normalize getting your close friends guns for Christmas. Just throwing it out there. Normalize that. I started doing that last year, and it could be yep. like the most nominal gun. And this right here will be just fine as a cute little Christmas gift. It's a great stocking stuffer. Just get your friends guns. More guns never hurt people. Just saying. That's right. And uh, you know what are we about here? I think I forgot to say it. We are about arming America, one law-abiding citizen at a time, and that's our job. Hey, we'll be, be, be right back after this quick commercial break and uh, with our very first guest, Daniel Bonnier from Slate Ridge in Vermont. see if you're out there for us. Tell our viewers a little bit, because some folks that are joining us may not be familiar with, <laughs> with your story. So, so, so Daniel, go ahead. Tell us a little bit just what's going on. Sure. So, you know, several years ago, I bought this land here. It's 30 acres uh, in the middle of nowhere. I'm at the highest habitable point of our community. Um, next to me is a very large uh, parcel of land to the north and the south, I mean, hundreds of acres. And if you did a satellite image behind me is the largest slate quarry in the world. So we're talking about thousands of acres. So idealistically, uh, you know, being a professional behind a gun, 
I chose this property, one, based on the topography, and two, based on uh, the clandestine and private nature of uh, opening up a, a firearms range here, um, predicated on the protections and safeties of the environment and the people that come here to shoot. I mean, um, there's a significant elevation change that you go up and then you go down the way the berms and the facility is constructed. It meets and exceeds military standards, which means a projectile cannot go past five miles without touching some type of civilization. Uh, that sounds pretty safe to me. Mm -hmm. And uh, Scott, I know we're going to talk about Elk Ridge uh, later on in the show. W what about Elk Ridge? I mean, you got the same sort of thing going out there. The, the idea is that if a, a shot goes wild or whatever, God forbid, yeah. people are going to be safe. Is that right, Scott? You know, there's there's a lot of safety concerns that you have to take into consideration and he's already taken most of them into consideration like you said choosing the right place with the right topography but yeah the rounds can go uh, just about anywhere you know it's an errant round but you, you build the proper berms and then it's a safe environment so it sounds like he has a safe environment yeah, let's just talk about the berms for a minute one of the solutions the remedies that the local officials are saying uh, they're saying that you need to take the berms down and, uh, and, and, and that you also have some buildings. Tell our viewers a little bit about the buildings and so forth that are going on there. So we built a school building, which was uh, 20 foot by 30 foot. Um, we, we, per we got permitted that building, meaning in the, in the media, the rhetoric and commentary is that we built without a permit and that's completely not factual. We, uh, procured the permit, we paid for the permit, and we built exactly what that permit stated. It was only a couple years later after the town and this bizarre clan um, started to initiate their anti-gun rhetoric, their anti-gun movement, they pulled together and started an opposition against me and brought the permit legitimacy to this environmental court where the judge said specifically, and I quote, open quote, while Mr. Barney had a valid building permit, I voided it, close quote. So the circumstances that I've been in now is that I refused to take down the building because the building was legitimately permitted. Uh, they raised my taxes because of the building. I pay additional fees uh, and circumstances to the community for that building. And now we have a radical, uh, tyrannical, democratic party that is just so anti-gun that they have literally intervened with my constitutional rights and have permanently banned, I'm the only property in the state of Vermont that is completely banned from discharging any firearms. <laughs> Congratulations, so, by the way. Uh, you know, being the only property, that's something was, to be proud of, I guess. That is. So uh, I'm not going to lie. When I uh, started digging into the story, my tinfoil hat started to spark because yep. looking at, <laughs> looking at, um, being here in Arizona and how our borders are wide open, we have military aged men, uh, men that from China, mind you, that are coming in clean shaven, look like they have not struggled like most of the illegals we get over here. So we're like, mm, that's kind of suspicious. And then what I thought was even funnier was China with uh, Canada doing some winter training just north of where you're at. So my thought, I was like, they might pull off an OG invasion and come through you know, basically the entire, like Maine, Vermont, uh, New Hampshire, that whole area. And I'm like, that's eh, probably, that's possible. 
So that's what yeah. my mind was thinking uh, when I first heard about your your case. And I, I will fight it. I will absolutely fight it. And I do appreciate being on the show. And right there underneath, uh, if the viewers can see that, there is a give and go site right there where you can actually help donate fight this. Because like, I, I think your spot was probably going to be one of the last stands of basically keeping these folks out of freaking America from that region. And that's probably why they're pushing it. So, so Daniel, I've got a clip here I'm going to show. Uh, this is actually from the local Fox affiliate here. Uh, no, actually, I think this was uh, uh, the Peacock uh, NBC affiliate. They were go going, and here you are. They're, 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 they're talking about it. And uh, they call that, they, this is the, the, the fiasco, right? The fiasco. Mm -hmm. that. But I want our viewers to listen. This is 45 seconds, and let's see. I want you all to hear this um, because I want you to pay attention to what uh, this senator is saying about it, and it's another thing, Daniel, just like you're talking about. The state looked at it, public safety looked at it, the governor looked at it, and there was literally nothing in our state laws that would allow us to shut it down. I thought that was a failure of governance. Right now, there's no law preventing facilities like Slate Ridge in Vermont. The state legislator taking up the issue. The testimony that we got this morning was surprising, and it indicated that we may have a bigger problem than we knew. So the witness we had this morning talked about several such camps, not just Slate Ridge. The bill is very specific and will include shooting ranges, hunting safety courses approved by Fish and Wildlife, or trainings done by municipalities, state, and federal agencies. It's targeting just fringe actors who are looking to create civil disorder. And that doesn't describe people who target shoot, who hunt, who have guns for self-defense. I, I think the overall context of what was traumatizing for the Vermonter and this anti-gun uh, state that we that I reside, unfortunately, in is that, you know, I built a, a very complex facility here. While you only got to see a tiny bit of this, um, you know, uh, a very large, significant amount of money went into the complexities of safety, environmental security, environmental safety, um, you know, conscientious collaboration with state and federal agencies so that they could use the facility. Um, you know, shooting in a dynamic platform, which is a 360 degree or even oftentimes 180 degrees, is very minimal. A lot of organizations and, and facilities don't allow that for liability purposes. I found a need in the industry for a professional, a tactician behind a firearm like myself to be able to experience the totality of that type of training. I built this place legally and to the statute. It's now because of this hate world, this anti this, anti that. They have won, and in many regards, mitigating my constitutional rights. You know, there's a warrant out for my arrest currently um, to, to incarcerate me so that the state can come in and demolish the property. Um, and, you know, a lot of people outside the state of Vermont think that's unconstitutional. Um, Vermonters think, you know, there's 700,000 Vermonters here. There's, there's 690,000. So it's 700,000 Vermonters. Um, I, I'm really having a hard time respecting them with their efforts in, um, understanding. And there's a huge emphasis on understanding and the application of their constitutional rights and freedom of speech, which was exercised in the school, the training, the different safety classes and the second amendment are, are two constitutional rights that that they should not be infringed upon. They, they, they should not be negated. And unfortunately, I've been a victim to both of them. Well, it's the tyranny of the minority. And it's guys like this self-righteous 
uh, pompous uh, state senator is trying to put you out and the local officials. So it's a bad thing. We sympathize with you. But more than that, we want to support you. Now, okay. our viewers can see right here on the screen where they can contribute. But uh, we got a lot of podcast listeners. Daniel, uh, before we go, uh, please tell our viewers uh, how they can support you with your givesendgo.com. Go ahead. Tell us about it. Yes, please. If you can give the go, send, give, send, go and contribute whatever you, you possibly can donate and, and orchestrate, that'd be greatly appreciated. Um, the most important thing is I ask above and beyond any type of financial help, financial compensation is that as if you are an American citizen, what has happened to me can happen to you. This radical, tyrannical ideologies are perpetrating and manifesting right as we speak here in Vermont. And if it starts to, to metastasize, it can come to your state, your community, and potentially affect you personally. So I ask that you get behind any type of Second Amendment movement, any encroachments or infringements on our Second Amendment rights, get behind them. And I hear it all the time. I've got a lot of children. I've got several jobs. I've got you know, religious responsibilities, all of those things you can divide some time in to protect our constitutional rights for the people with the people. Mm -hmm. Well, Daniel, no one could have said it any better than you, and we appreciate you being on the show. We're going to follow up on this case. Yes. Uh, stay close. Uh, our Michelle, our producer, is sticking with you. And if there's anything else we can do, we want to have you back on. Uh, this isn't the last you've heard of gun stuff, nor is it the last our gun stuff viewers have heard of Slate Ridge. We'll be right back after this quick announcement, and we'll be talking to Robinson Armament. Don't change that dial. In fact, tell other people about it. You're going to want to see this next segment. your lifestyle. That's our mission. Arming America, one law-abiding citizen at a time. I hate to see these kind of things that you see at Slate Ridge. And Daniel's right. You know, you need to stand up for it. Make it a point of focus in your life wherever you can contribute. Hey, let's bring on our next guest, Alex Robinson from Robin Robinson Armament. Hey, uh, Alex uh, thanks for being on the show. I know you probably were in the green room. I, I don't know if they had the monitors turned on in your green room, but uh, it's a pretty rough thing when we hear our constitutional amendment being pounced upon. What do you think, Alex? Uh, it makes me absolutely sick. Um, I'm an attorney also, and I think the Second Amendment's just being thrashed. Um, we're, in Utah, still, we're okay, but it, it it, this disease will cover the whole nation if it's not stopped. And we all need to be choosing candidates that will, as a matter of fact, uh, uh, pro-gun should be the top thing on your list of things to look for in a candidate uh, for any office, city, state, federal. Yep. Absolutely. Hey, but you was talking about pro-guns. Uh, you guys at Robinson Armament uh, are certainly pro-gun. You have something new 
And our viewers, I've been telling them, uh, we, we sent out 3 million emails last week telling people to watch this week and another 3 million emails this week. We want people to uh, get hip to what you guys are doing. Tell us a little oh, bit about... Hip. Yeah, yeah. How, how old are we? <laughs> That's the last. Uh, Michelle, I want you to get on this. Once again, HR. I am not suicidal. Yeah, this is HR. Uh, ageism is has no place in the workplace. This is disgusting. And, and plus, I think it's a demographic thing, too. I, I, yes. Yeah, you just don't like my type of culture. <laughs> but let's let's go on, uh, uh, Alex. Uh, Tell us about it. Well, we uh, were approached years ago to, by the special forces to create a firearm that was more reliable than the AR or M16 platform, uh, had better ergonomics and was caliber changeable. We kind of got screwed by the government on it, but uh, we kept on des uh, with it, developing it, improving it, adding different calibers, and we've got a, quite a platform. It's called the XCR Modular Weapon System. XCR now... Uh... You know, I, I, I get all kinds of barbs from the co-hosts here because of my advancing decrepitude. Uh, it, it blows my mind. I just don't, can't even understand what you're doing. I've got some media here, Alex, to show. Let's take a look sure. at this. Alex, tell us about it. Well, this was the original gun we sent to the government um, uh, the, for their, their the SCAR program. Uh, this was long ago. Um, at uh, the uh, you go to the next uh, frame um let's see some of the current ones but uh we, we developed this platform it's got a lower receiver kind of like an ar where the the lower part is the serialized part that you have to keep track of and we got a bunch of different length of upper receivers as you can see here and we got a bunch of different barrel conversion kit systems you can look up below the xcrl title and see some of the calibers uh, the only one there that we're not currently shipping is the 6mm arc we're still seeing if that's really going to catch on and yeah. ammo is going to be actually available in the stores. But yeah. uh, we make it in all these other calibers. And you basically change the barrel, bolt, sometimes the op rod. And uh, go on the next next frame, we can look at the gas adjustment system. It's got, uh, we've got a bunch of, we actually have two types. So this is one, it's got seven settings. It's Some may think that's overkill. But uh, when you go to use a suppressor, you need to turn it way, way down. And this lets you do it. And some ammo is really weak and you can turn it up. And anyway, it gives you some flexibility to keep the recoil low. Oh, and uh, Now, wait a second here. I, now, you know, this is a hard hitting show, Alex. You walked right into a bear trap here. Uh, you it's know, okay. I, I like the gas adjustments that are in the AR because you get to take that gun apart and use an <laughs> Allen wrench. And you've got no idea of yeah. what kind of uh, uh, gas that you have. It's so much more fun because you never know what's going to come out your barrel. Here you are, you're, you're making it simple and you put numbers on there. How's that going to help anybody, uh, especially the, uh, the anti-2A people? They don't want this to be uh, easily done. How do you respond to these allegations, Alex? Well, I mean, look at, you know, the, the Second Amendments, you know, to protect for against uh, uh, enemies foreign and domestic, you know, and so... This is, we've mostly focused on the uh, uh, civilian market for this gun. It's so hard to get a military contract, almost impossible, without the right to lobbying, let's say. Oh, yeah, and, uh, lobbying. That's uh, what they call it. Yeah, yeah. it is yeah. lobbying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Talk to Hunter Biden about that. <laughs> but everyone should be armed. I mean, it, it armed an armed society is a polite society, and it's yeah. also a safe society. Yep. 
Absolutely hey, agree. Hey, Scott, now you had some chance to, to get your hands on this. And I, really? That's what we, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that, uh, Ursula. And, and that's oh, what we were showing you. You're playing with an LCP and he gets to play with that? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, sure, I'm jealous right now. Like, ah, oh, dude. <laughs> what, was, what was your take on it uh, uh, there, Scott? So one of the things I want to show you is this is the magazine from a gas gun and this is still half full. So about 15 rounds expended. This is the kind of residue that's left on a suppressed gas gun. And this is what's uh, the last round on this magazine for the XCR. So the gas piston system, not kicking all that gas back into the system to operate it, obviously is gonna run cooler and a lot cleaner. Yeah, we uh, like the uh, operating system, the AK. It was, it's more reliable, it really is, than any of the other systems. So we had to create our own though. It's, it's quite a bit, it, it, it has some of the same Kalashnikov principles, but it's, uh, it's, we had to make a lot of changes to make it work multi-caliber. Um, also with the charging handle, I love the FAL charging handle because it's down away from the top rail. A lot of rifles, they try to put that charging handle on both sides of the firearm. That puts it up high usually, so you're always hitting your knuckles against your optics or whatever you've got mounted. Uh, the Special Forces guys wanted it down away from uh, the, the, the top rail as far as you could, so that's why I used it. But we also have, it's got a built-in forward assist in the handle too, so you don't lose anything and it doesn't reciprocate. Up here? is the part that mostly like really resembles the AK style platform. So this is your bolt and operating rod and gas system. All this comes apart, very easy to clean. The bolt itself comes out. So you just only have just a few moving parts, very easy to take care of your firing pin here. On some caliber exchange systems, you will have to replace the firing pin, but that's very easily done by removing this pin here and pulling the firing pin out and placing the new one in, the bolt goes back in this position here, sits right back in this cradle. Extremely easy to service in the field. So correct me if I'm wrong here, Alex, uh, you developed this for the army or whatever, the military, and then they sort of backed out. But in the process, you really got a, a superior firearm. Do I have that right? Well, I think so, and sort of many of our customers. Matter of fact, the biggest compliment we have is from customers who have one of everything and say, if I could only keep one gun, this would be it. Um, that, that's the biggest compliment you can get. Uh, it's really got low recoil info, super reliable. You don't need to clean it very often. Um, it, it really it does check all the boxes except for price. They're expensive to make, and so they're, they're expensive. That's, that's, that's all there is to it. Okay. Well, hey, if you want something good, it's going to cost you, right? All right, so me being a girl right now, I need Ursula. to know color I need to know color options. Color options, yeah. So on our website, we've got all these different builders. You build them custom on our website, um, and uh, you have three color choices there. But if you want any Cerakote color or gun coat color, we can do. You just have to pay a little bit more. Uh, but we do all kinds of neat colors: sniper gray, tungsten, multicolored guns. Um, okay. How about communist red? Is that available? <laughs> no, I, I did do a Marine Corps red, uh, not communist red, but I did a Marine Corps red that was just striking. It was really bright and did black accents on it. It was, that's, uh, we've had red, we've had, I've done champagne colored guns for ladies. Mm -hmm. um, we have a lot of ladies. With them. 
Uh, yeah, you, Michelle, you might get me to do that, but Barbie I, I don't know. Uh, that's from the, <laughs> the peanut gallery. That's what they want. I want mine with the CCP logo and stars because when they come walking through my neighborhood uh, and they confiscate my gun, maybe if mine looks like a Chinese authorized uh, firearm, they'll let me keep it. Who knows? <laughs> I doubt that, but you know, you can always wish. Look, what I'm just saying, do the, the UN blue helmet. So. <laughs> I think that's a good blue. Anyways. So what um, are we looking here? The mini pistol. Oh, sorry, Ursula. Yeah, um, I, I, uh, what we've got is uh, we can make them into pistols or SBRs. Here you see a couple of uh, pistols, but the mini is our shortest one, nine and a half inch barrel. We don't shoot all the different calibers in that, but it works great with 5.56, five, 7.62 by 39, 300 blackout. Uh, then there's a then there's the standard. I, I can't see what's it's small on my screen, but um, let me see if I click on it. Maybe the it's standard. Oh, yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, the standard. Well, the thing about the standard up length upper receiver is you can make it anywhere. Use a nine and a half inch barrel all the way up to 18.6. And if you go from like the you see the 12 inch one in the middle, you can go from that to the 16 by just changing the barrel. Why is that important? Well, let's say you have an SBR and you don't want to go outside the state with it, but you can't without filing the form that 30 days in advance, whatever ATF requires. You can just plop a 16-inch barrel of that baby and go. Um, so it's, uh, it's a neat system. But tell our viewers in the meantime, Alex, how can they learn more about this? Our, not only our viewers, but our podcast listeners. Alex. Well, they can, they can listen to your thing when you, when you get this uh, streaming uh, with it all together. You know, uh, that, that's great. We really appreciate you being, letting us be on today. Um, our website's actually pretty good. Uh, there's quite a bit of information there. There's all these things called builders, and you can build this up. Um, we've had really long lead times, but we've got some new, some of the new, uh, more common barrel lengths like 16 inch uh, and such. We're going to have up in a couple of days here. You'll be able to order and get it in just a few couple of weeks uh, for some, for certain barrels and certain uh, certain models. But so that's uh, yeah, it's Armament.com. Or Rob Arm. Learn more or, about it, and, and then uh, and then just to underscore what you said. Uh, these are custom made. Uh, uh, to, to order is built to order. Built to order. That's right. So it's not going to ship the same day. No, no. <laughs> but we got some that can ship pretty fast. Um, others will take. You know, some some weird calibers. Some models may take three or four months or more to get. Okay. Well, folks, uh, be advised, if you want quality, you're going to pay for it, and mm -hmm. uh, quality and flexibility. Ursula, last words, this thing is like genius, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I know. I want a truck gun. I need one. So I'm like, I've been uh, going back and forth doing, you know, an AR pistol or SBR, uh, but I kind of wanted more reliability, so I was even looking at AKs. And this right here just answered all my questions and check all the boxes, so this is a good choice. Well, Alex, thanks for being on the show. Uh, we'll have to have you back in the future. And uh, folks, uh, stay tuned. We're going to have the technical wizards behind <laughs> us uh, see if we can bring Scott back uh, and everyone for the, our concluding segment from the Guardian Run. But uh, we'll be right back. Thanks a lot, Alex. Thanks, Alex. Protecting those who serve to protect us is the mission of Ventus Respiratory Technologies who are dedicated to the development of respiratory systems designed to shield those in the most hazardous environments. The rate of respiratory illness in military personnel versus the general population is roughly double. Our challenge was to build something small, lightweight, compact. We saw that there was a protection gap where the respiratory tract was not being protected day to day. And so our goal and our mission is to protect that. 
Scott, we're glad to have you back. And uh, that Robinson Armament, you know, we really need to do more. Uh, we've got that full-blown review, uh, Scott. You really had a great time with that, didn't you? Yeah, so we put a lot of rounds down range with it. Uh, did a lot of testing and a lot of different range, uh, a lot of different uh, space in there, and also uh, accidentally did some drop testing with it. I'm driving to <laughs> my Jeep, setting up targets, and it took a bounce down a ravine and threw some rocks and down in the hollers and stuff like that. And so it 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 took a little bit of a beating on that. But the thing was, is I you know took it right up to the rifle range, started ringing steel at 500, no problem. Uh, but very durable, very good rifle. We'll have, definitely have to get the review up on that. Accidentally. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> I, I love that. I off the Jeep and I'm cruising through the woods and it just bounced. It took that bounce and it bounced right out of there. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> hey, Scott, tell us about the Guardian Run. All right. So uh, on July 29th, we did the uh, the the Guardian Running Gun uh, charity event. And it, this is a running gun event. It's about a 5K race uh you run in between stages and then you shoot these stages blind so you take off the starting line with everything that you need to complete what you think you know about what you think you'll need for the race uh you really don't know round counts and things like that all the stages are shot you know without knowing what they're going to be uh and this year what we did is we called this one the highlight reel and this was to pay uh, tribute to the other match directors that are hosting this all across the country that their matches have become staples in the running gun community. So four uh, other running guns have contributed stages to this event. So we called, we reached out to them, asked them what their favorite stages are that they've hosted at their event. They told us and we implemented them into here to make it like the one ultimate shooting event as far as running guns. Yeah, I mean, on, honestly, uh, it's a great idea. It's the best of the best. What do you think? Mm -hmm. yeah. Go ahead. This Go one ahead. here is called the Rifleman. This you, you you shoot three rounds from standing, three from kneeling, three from sitting, and three from prone, and they're at all distances from 100 out to 200. And the running gun setup is all is most likely usually uh, your run time and your shoot time are combined for a total score. But you know the, every every course is different. They all have their own little niches uh, as to what they you know like to incorporate. Yeah, yeah stage so we, uh, the, the viewers, we get some comments here. They want to know uh, that you have to run the rest of the of the uh, uh, of the running gun with the ticks embedded, or are you allowed to pull them out after you lay down in that grass? <laughs> yes, you are there in Kentucky are ticks. after no, after yes. all. Yeah, it, to Kentucky in the in the summer, ticks and chiggers. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of people got chiggers. You know, we put bug spray on it as best you can, but you know, you just you just you just like it. But Jim Warren, uh, the match director, he got ate to pieces. Bugs quite literally ate him alive. It was it was it was an awful thing. But he he sucked it up. He went through, he put the match together, had a great time. This is Jim's stage. As a matter of fact, he designed this stage, uh, and VTAC boards. People always curse at the VTAC boards and the way that we come up with uh, shooting them. So he was like, well, what's better than one VTAC board? Three. <laughs> so 
So we threw them out there. You had to shoot these. Yeah. So you had to shoot these uh, in a specific order from top to bottom with your pistol. Then you move over to the last one and you have to shoot it with your rifle from bottom to top. Uh, you're given your instructions. If you shoot them out of order, you know, you get it. You, you do not finish that stage. Uh, you get a DNF. But the one of the uh, things with this one is these targets are really small and they're really, really close, uh, which really throws a lot of people off because of your height over bore issues. So you can you can get really frustrated really quickly quick when you start missing a small target that's only five yards away with a rifle. Uh, but one of the things I wanted to talk about as well is that, that this is a fundraiser and this fundraiser was for behind the badge and it raised money. Every, 100% of the proceeds of this match went to behind the badge. Every single, every, every single penny. What's this? Wow. So, it's climbing, climbing, climbing. Yeah. So this is this is a, a like a staple. There are a couple th uh, things that are staples at, at our event, and the, one of them is ladders. Uh, this goes about uh, 25 feet in the air, maybe 30. I don't know. It grows a little bit each year, uh, but they are peppered throughout the course, and we catch a lot of flack from them because the vrungs are purposely placed really far apart. It's pur they're purposely high. All these different things that the people comments don't. Comments are blowing up about the ladders. Jeremiah Vinisky, <laughs> he said, "Yeah, f those ladders." <laughs> <laughs> yes uh ursula here's one you can make fun of me on i missed both of those targets uh, shotgun targets uh this is at elk elk creek and they are a uh trap slash ski clays uh all that they shoot all the those those types of shooting events so a shotgun facility um and that so they sponsor that stage they provide a very nice shotgun and a lot of shotgun shells for our, our competitors and this is me dying inside a little bit <laughs> running up this is this has got to be one of the steepest hills and it just goes on forever uh but elk creek hosts us at this northern kentucky facility and they provide for that stage so what we're coming up on now is the swim so this was one of the things that a lot of people really uh you know got honest about they were like what you want me to swim with all my gear, you know, and like, yeah, there you go, you know, but we give people the opportunity if they don't want to swim, if they can't swim or whatever to bypass, but they have to take a lap, you know, penalty lap around this huge lake, oh. uh, which, by, which is a considerable amount of time to do. Uh, but, you know, you, if you go across with all of your gear, then you get a time cut. If you know, you get like a 10, you know, five, 10 minutes off. I can't remember the time off the top of my head, but you get so many minutes off when you get to receive the coin that shows that you actually didn't swim. Um, and as you can see, it takes a little bit longer than you think to get across this thing. So, gears at the bottom of that lake. Yeah, exactly. In fact, uh, yeah. You know, there's probably golf balls down in the bottom of that lake, but maybe some guns some too. Some bags. And yeah, oh, yeah. We, had, we had to jump in and save a competitor too. Uh, you know, uh, that went that went under, and and so uh, you know, thanks to uh, some of our uh, crack lifeguards that were on duty they they jumped right in and got them but you come out of the water you have to pull yourself up this tube uh which is all muddy and slick on the inside and it's just you know so really you're just doing a bunch of pull-ups to get out of it and then you are off to run to the races again and i'm supposed to be running here but really not uh, yeah there it is yeah so then you get to these uh the this rope and this is from another event this was this was something from uh a heartbreak this year and yeah, this thing, this rope weighs, I don't know how many hundreds of pounds it weighs, but it is a big, 
heavy rope and we put it across two pulleys so you could pull it very easily from one side to the other but you're doing this for at least a solid minute or so <laughs> and your 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 arms your shoulders or and your biceps are just smoked by the time you run up the tower to shoot the next stage um so you get up the tower and this one is going you're going to be engaging some uh pistol steel at about 50 yards uh you're going to be alternating uh we have it set up so that you know to simulate more, multiple targets so you have that you can't shoot the same target twice in a row you have to alternate between all of them and you'll go from pistol all the way out to rifle and this is, is you know, so the, beautiful they uh, i i tell you what yeah uh, 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 the beauty of this this course is great. The, the the cruelty is just as high on the scale. It was even more awesome about this whole thing is that like there's some competitors that's in the comments right now on Facebook. Uh, Michael Ford said, "I have a love hate relationship with that rope." Uh, <laughs> he also said, "I think I left one of the buckets for my uh, buckles for my ruck in that tube." You find out how waterproof your optics are. Like yes. <laughs> Like, yeah, and we want to we want to find out what our gear can handle, what we can handle. You know, I mean, can we get across the body of water? You know, that's why we threw that stuff in there. You know, uh, this is from the the Gun Run. Uh, our friend Ellis Dom at the Gun Run, and he we've done video on his events before. Uh, this was one of his favorite, and basically, it's a military drill. It's 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 called "I'm up, he sees me, I'm down," and that's basically what the military trains its soldiers to, to tell themselves when you're advancing on a target on a on a threat. So you get you find cover. You, I'm up, I'm moving, he sees me, I'm down. So you're about three, three to 15 feet. Uh, I mean, three to 15, uh, three, three to five yards in between. And then you get back down and find cover again. So that way you're only exposing yourself for limited amounts of time, but yet still continuing to advance on the threat. You know, going back to our, how we started this show with, with Daniel, you know, the, yeah. the big headline was a paramilitary, uh, things that, yes. you know, paramilitary operations in the state have to be shut down. Well, if this, you know, to the outsider, this kind of looks like paramilitary training, but, uh, you, for you guys, it's just, uh, it's another Saturday. Yes. Another Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Having a good time. Yeah. It's, and this is, this is, man, this is our fun. You know, some people want to go play golf. You know, I want to go do this. I want to, you know. I, I, you know, I like to stay active. I like to stay fit. I want to test my gear. I like to shoot. Uh, and then on top of that, the, the family and the people that you're hanging out with for the whole weekend, it's phenomenal. These are a great group of people, just great friends to, to have and to, to be able to hang out with all weekend on the last stage that, that just passed, uh, that was a bit of a tricky one. And that came from the heartbreak. And that is one that you, the targets get smaller, the further they go out, you have to hold up this ballistic shield and shoot. Uh, so you have to hold something heavy in one hand and shoot these targets. You can shoot as many as you want and you get 10 points per target. But if you go too far, you lose all your points. If you, if so, it's called know your limits. If you shoot further than you think you can hit and you miss, you've lost all your points. So it was one of those go big or go home, you know, type things. And uh, this is, you know, we threw the kayaks in there. And the funny thing with the kayaks is that when we threw the swim in the first year, people were like, well, if I ever have to cross a body of water, I'm going to go steal a boat. I'm going to go, I'll find something to float on. And we're like, okay, well, here it is. Float your happy butt. <laughs> Yeah, big thank you to our sponsors. So all of these companies 
and and in the video we'll be putting together an entire match video and it's almost finished and we'll be featuring a lot of them in this but every one of these companies they send in some kind of product for the prize table and uh that's one things that we love about it and the fact that the community wants to give back and the you know the the manufacturers you know they didn't have any problems in something in to put on there because it's fun for people to go out there and then they they leave with a piece of gear they didn't have something new they want to try out uh, but the, because of the generosity of all of our sponsors, we were able to provide a lot of money uh, through this charity event to Behind the Badge to help fallen officers' families. So, Well, that's great. Uh, Ursula, what do you think? Is this something you want to be at oh, next yeah. year? Oh, yeah. I actually just started to follow the Guardian Run on Facebook and already posted up the link uh, actually on Facebook. I'm going to do it here on Rumble. So if everybody – because uh, everybody want to know when does registration starts for next year. So – because I already know it's going to sell out as soon as it posts. So y'all need, <laughs> need to be on it. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Ursula, uh, if uh, we, the viewing audience, chip in, do you think you can find your way to get out to Kentucky? Oh, yeah. I need to learn how to swim, though. I got to work on that. So. <laughs> because I, I'm no Does he a little arm float? I got some arm floaties. You Dude, can I would totally rock floaties. I would totally rock floaties. Well, Scott, yeah. thank you so much for being with us. Uh, Ursula, thank you for thank being you. with us. Hey, until next time, get your stuff from Gun Stuff.